and four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 626- 448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos. And this Sunday night is no different, as up-and-coming sophomores will race for a purse of $115,000 in the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. SM Jess Corona surprised everyone when he posted the fastest qualifying time while winning at 30-to-1 odds. Meanwhile, Amore, for a reason, lived up to her favorite status as she won her trial and posted the second fastest time. This will be a wide-open event going at 350 yards on Sunday night. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Thank you, Leilani Mabrie, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Boy, a lot going on in this great game of thoroughbred horse racing. We are now the day after uh, really the biggest race in the world, the $20 million Saudi Cup, and it was taken by uh, a, a really a, a neat horse. Uh, he won the San Diego Handicap at Del Mar this summer, was very competitive in, in the uh, Pacific Classic, the, the awesome again at Santa Anita. He ran in the Breeders' Cup Classic. 
Well, he put it all together yesterday from way off the pace under Junior Alvarado in that one-turn Milam 1-8, the $20 million Saudi Cup. The winning connections pick up a cool $10 million for their efforts. Trained by New Mexico-based Todd Fincher, who has come to Del Mar now for a number of years. Hats off to him. If you were watching yesterday on FanDuel, you could just see this guy was just uh, beside himself, understandably so. And a great job by Junior Alvarado, who picked this horse up when they went to New York after the Breeders' Cup to run in the Cigar Mile. He was second there. But again, able to put it all together yesterday. And uh, the Japanese horse, uh, have a tough time pronouncing the name, Uspa Tesoro. Huge effort. Uh, you know, the, the winner was just up to nail him on the money. The disappointment in the race... The Santa Anita-based Breeders' Cup Classic winner for Richard Dutro, that was White Abario. Uh, he just never threatened. You could see uh, he, he appeared to be in a good position, but uh, he just had nothing to bring. Ended up finishing 10th uh, in yesterday's uh, Saudi Cup. $20 million on the line there. Big three-year-old race yesterday uh, at Oakland Park. $1.2 million up in the Rebel, and it was Timberlake for Brad Cox. So uh, it'll be interesting to see it what their next step is going to be on the road to the Kentucky Derby the first Saturday in May. Speaking of which, uh, a huge day straight ahead, less than a week away now, this coming Saturday, March 2nd. We'll have a big derby prep, and that'll be the uh, grade two $300,000 San Felipe Bob Baffert, I believe, with eight nominations, eight horses nominated. understand he's going to be working a number of horses tomorrow. Of course, as everyone knows, Baffert's horses, they are not eligible to get Kentucky Derby qualifying points for the third consecutive year. So, again, uh, this whole incident with Medina Spirit continues to cast a uh, long and deep, dark uh, pall over this game of thoroughbred horse racing. The 87th running of the Santa Anita Handicap uh, will highlight the card on Saturday. We're going to have trainer Phil D'Amato joining us top of the next hour. He has got, in all likelihood, the post-time favorite in Newgrange. Big win on opening day at a mile and a 16th in the San Antonio. He came back in that traditional big cap prep, the mile and one-eighth San Pasquale, and I thought was every bit as much impressive. So uh, he's going to take some beating, no question about that. Phil with three horses in two separate races today and uh, two horses in our featured Wishing Well. A terrific betting race. You talk about wide open. 11 fillies and mares coming down the hill in a race name for the dam of the great Sunday silence. Uh, that'll be the ninth on our uh, 10 race card. Listen, folks, a big wager to keep in mind. That is the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, a low 15% takeout. This thing is really gaining traction. A leg one, or they're calling it leg A, in today's coast-to-coast five from Gulfstream. It'll be the ninth race at Gulf, and that'll go at 4.06 Eastern, 106 out here. Uh, three of the five races today are at Santa Anita, but you've got time. First post time here, of course, at 12.30, so with a 106 start, for the uh, Coast to Coast 5 back at Gulfstream Park, uh, you got time to, to, to do your handicapping on what is becoming a very uh, popular wager. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs right now and say hello to Jonathan Hardoon with the Raggers and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Well, i got a cough coming on, but i got a cough button and a, a glass of water, so we're going to try and keep it at bay as best we can. But, uh, John, what about Timberlake? His effort uh, in the Rebel, i got to be honest, I still haven't seen the race. 
Well, he was a very professional racer. It was his first start as a three-year-old, first start since the Breeders' Cup, and he did what they wanted him to do. He won. He wasn't squeezed, I'm sure, even though it was a million two hundred thousand dollar purse. But he ran lights out, and uh, let's see where he goes next. I have a feeling they're going to keep him in, uh, and probably run in the Arkansas Derby. And you think they'll stay right there at Oakland and uh, go next into the Arkansas Derby? Yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, yeah. the horse obviously likes the track. He ran super yesterday. Why not leave him up? Not only that, Cox has horses, uh, you know, that are going to start running on top of each other that he's going to have to get yeah. points for. So I'm sure he's going to want to keep them separated for as long as possible. Speaking of points, and I mentioned Phil D'Amato coming on the top of the next hour, John. Stronghold. Guys, can can we kind of tone that dial tone down there, if if possible? That's just not good. John, you still there? I'm here, Mike. Yeah, we got to try and get rid of the dial tone, and then we'll get back to uh, to John Hardoon. I sure hope. Hey, John. Uh, anyway, I was about to ask you about Stronghold. Uh, I thought very impressive, and of course, what he beat, we don't know uh, over at Sunland Park. But uh, last Sunday, he picked up 20 qualifying points to the Derby. Any idea what did did he get a sheet number yet? I think it was a 10, Mike, which is actually okay. Uh, I, I think that's what I saw when I was looking at it, but I will check for you and let you know shortly. Yeah, well, we got you back uh, toward the toward the end of the program. And, John, I mentioned a big day at Santa Anita this coming Saturday. You know, in addition to the San Felipe, we've got the big cap. We've got the grade two Buena Vista Phillies and Mares on turf and uh, the grade one Kilro Mile on grass as well. Really, really looking forward to that, and uh, want to encourage everybody to go to our website, SantaAnita.com. You can make your reservations uh, right now, John. Uh, it, your your thoughts on yesterday's Saudi Cup? I, I thought it was a, a a really neat race. You know, a one turn race, and it, it it really turned out to be an exciting race. A little bit tough to follow it on television with all the the different cuts during the race. It's impossible to watch those races, Mike, and, and yeah. actually find your horse unless you're on the lead or in the top three, and then they keep switching angles and showing you drone shots and everything else. But congratulations. Listen, Mike, we love that horse, if you remember, in the Pegasus a few weeks ago. John, I, gotta, I should have said just hats off to you. You were all over that horse. <laughs> yeah, but not this week. I thought it was just too much too soon, and but... Uh, a $40,000 purchase. What a great story. Yeah. People spend millions in this game and come close. And uh, here you are. It's uh, becoming a fan favorite. You know, he's been runner-up. He always shows up. He yeah. always fires. And people love horses like that, especially the horses that come from behind, like Zinata, those kind of horses. For some reason, those are fan favorites. And uh, this horse, it's really a terrific story. And uh, congratulations all around. Obviously, a major disappointment for the team Dutro. They expected big things from yeah. Barrio, and you were right. He just never showed up, and uh, mm-hmm. horses have bad days like everything else and everyone else, and unfortunately, picked a bad day to have a bad day. Yeah, that's what happened. You know, John, as you know, uh, senior Buscador trained by New Mexico-based Todd Fincher, and I- I've never interviewed Todd. I've seen him interviewed. I've seen him at Del Mar over the years. I, I talked to a good friend of mine, uh, Gary Brinson, who was the starter at Del Mar Hollywood Park for a lot of years. We worked together both places, and he's now the guy at night down there at uh, Los Alamitos. I talked to him late yesterday afternoon, and he said, you know, he was so happy for the guy. 
He said, you know, the first time he came to Del Mar, and I don't know when this might have been, John, maybe early 2000s, something like that. But he said, you know, he came up to me, introduced himself. He only had a couple of horses. And he said, hey, if you're ever shorthanded in the afternoon, let me know. I'll jump in. <laughs> so that, 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 to me, that tells you a lot about this guy, John. Heck, how could you not root for a guy? This is just a regular blue-collar guy that just goes about his business yeah. and tries his hardest and works his ass off. And uh, he really, uh, you know, it's a great story. It really is. Okay, John, can you hear that dial tone like I can? Yes, I hear it. I'm waiting for someone to say hello. <laughs> Well, anyway, John, uh, I see Aqueduct has nine today. Uh, what are the conditions back there on Long Island? Is that where you want to go for hour one? Yeah, it's actually a beautiful day, Mike. It's, uh, it's a little cold. It's in the 40s, which isn't so bad. There's no rain or snow in sight, so that's certainly a good sign. And we're going to look at the seventh race today, a mile on the main track, and I like the number five horse in here, Divine Armor. This is a seven-year-old gelding from the David Jacobson barn. You could draw a line through his last race when he ran into the toboggan without Lasix. That's the key. Goes back on Lasix today, ran a big figure, two starts back. He's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Isaac Castillo aboard to ride. I like number five, Divine Armor, to win today's seventh race. How did Okay, terrific. Post time for that, 3.55 Eastern. And, John, looking forward to getting you back uh, for hour two. I, I don't know if you've looked at the wishing well here locally, but it's, it's, it's one of these races where it's not graded, and for some reason they just turn out to be better races a lot of the time. Looking forward to it. 11 Phillies and Mares coming down the hill. But for hour one, it's Aqueduct, race seven, number five, Divine Armor, 8-1 to one on the morning line back there. Uh, tell us about the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, some dollars, full car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Oak Lawn, Gulfstream, and San Anita Selection. John, always a pleasure, and we'll check you back in a few minutes. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Appreciate it. Uh, having some tech difficulties, so we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, ring up our next, next guest right now. Uh, uh, we're having a little trouble putting people uh, in the on-deck circle while we're going along, but we will work it out. Uh, a programming note, uh, Angels, Kansas City Royals today from Tempe at 12.05. Terry Smith uh, with the play-by-play -play on the simulcast. And I didn't see any of it yesterday, nor did I hear any of it. But apparently the Angels uh, were five runs up on the Dodgers going to the top of the eighth. And the Dodgers leveled the score, ended up, they uh, ran out of pitching. So uh, the game ended up as a tie, sold out at Tempe Diablo Stadium for that Dodgers-Angels tilt yesterday. Looking forward to spring training going along uh, with Ron Washington uh, now at the helm. Guys, are any luck with our next guest? Okay, we got her. And uh, her name is Angela Valenzuela. This is going to be her first time ever on the show. I wanted to get her on because she's doing a great job promoting the 54th annual uh, Jockeys versus Holy Angels Middle School charity basketball game. It's going to be tomorrow night, LaSalle High School. Doors open at 6. Uh, game tip-off will be 7 p.m. tomorrow. <coughs> Pardon me. Three Hall of Fame jockeys will be, be available before the game for an autograph session, they are Lafitte Pinkai Jr., uh, Mike Smith, and Corey Nakatani. Let's say hello right now to Angel, Angela Valenzuela. Angela, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. And, yep, you got it right. 
we're having all those amazing jockeys there and this great event happening tomorrow evening. So we're super, super excited about it. Yeah, we're going to get some side bets going today on the press box, see who might be the top scorer for the jockeys. I got to believe Dra- Drayton Van Dyke's going to be a short price favorite, Angela. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was wondering if we were going to get some betting going on. I didn't <laughs> want to say it at the school, but we can handle that at the track. So yeah, that's it. what we do at the track, you know. <laughs> There's, uh, we were we talking with uh, Ray Pollock. You don't know him, but he runs the biggest website in racing. He was up mm-hmm. here from San Diego yesterday uh, with a good friend of his uh, taking in the races. And he was saying, you know, there's all this talk about sports betting. We, we've had the best sports betting in the world since December 1934 right here in Arcadia, and it's called horse racing. And I mean yeah, that from the bottom of my heart. And Angela... Uh, people might say, Valenzuela, I wonder if she's related. Yeah, folks, she is. Uh, yep. She's related <coughs> to a whole bunch of them, Milo, Mario, uh, Patrick. Her dad is AC Jr. And, Angela, uh, you're doing a great job promoting this. And want to also mention your mom. She's the daughter yep. of uh, the late Gene Cleveland, one of the nicest guys anybody could have ever met in racing. I got to tell you, I went to the archives yesterday. Your grandpa won the 1973 San Juan Capistrano with a long shot by the name of Queens Hustler, won Gate to Wire under Rudy Rosales. And I'll never forget this race because I went with my cousin and a couple other guys. And one of the guys actually bet a few dollars on Queens Hustler. Not me. I bet $10 on Shoe Charlie Whittingham. And the three to five favorite Cougar, who was high weighted at one twenty seven, he came running, but he didn't come close. Queen Sussler paid like thirty three dollars in change, uh, trained by your dad. Wow. What 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 a big moment that was! And I know for the family at that time, long before you were thought of. But I just want to establish that uh, you know you're from this game big time, and I know you love it, and you want to see this charity game uh, flourish tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, a reminder that you always got to put a little bit on those ones that you never know what's going to happen. So good for him for putting a little on, on Cleveland because it could be <laughs> for him. But, but, yeah, I mean, in that note, in that legacy, I mean, this is why this game, this, this charity event is just such a fun event that we love to do every year. That's right. It's, it's, like you said, it's been, it's been in existence for over 50 years. It started by um, the athletic director, Coach Kale, at um, Holy Angels, and really because Holy Angels is located directly across the street from Santa Anita. So it served as a parish yep. for many horsemen throughout the year, including my whole family. I know. It. Um, it, it just brought so many funny memories. I remember even back in the day seeing my uncle play my brother when he played on the basketball team, and that's <laughs> just what we're hoping for. We're hoping just for some fun funny memories we want to make it fun exciting um you know we we just want the whole community come come out and and the funds that we're uh you know raising from this charity event to um go in partnership with the permanently disabled jockey fund so you know we we want to have a good time but we're also doing this so that we really raise money for some really great causes so uh we're excited to bring the community together around this and we hope people will come out tomorrow night at 7 p.m no greater cause in racing, <clears throat> pardon me, than the, the Permanently Disabled Jockeys Fund. And uh, they're, they're one of the beneficiaries. It's $5 at the door, folks. Doors open at 6. And, again, three Hall of Fame jockeys on hand to, to sign autographs. The great Lafitte Pinkai Jr., I can say the great Mike Smith, and the great newly enshrined Hall of Famer, Corey Nakatani. Speaking of which, Angela Valenzuela, if you saw yeah. your Uncle Patrick... 
uh, play your brother back when I'm sure you were a young kid, then you might have seen Corey Nakatani out there playing. He was a little bit mean at times to those middle <laughs> those middle schoolers. Oh, yeah. We had a few jockeys that loved to get a little tough with them, but we like it. We don't mind it too much. <laughs> but, yes, Corey, Corey always brought the heat. I think Kent Sormo used to do that, too. We, we always loved Well, him. <laughs> I'll tell you, Kent had the technique. Corey had the, the, the tenacity and everything. That's what made him a Hall of Fame jock. But, uh, man, he, he would turn up that intensity a little bit. Hey, anyway, I uh, want to encourage everybody, get out there tomorrow night, LaSalle High School. It's right off Michelinda, right near the track. And uh, support this 54th annual Jockeys Holy Angel Charity, Charity Basketball Game. Angel, Angel Valenzuela, it's really been great talking to you on the phone. We haven't met yet, but I knew your mom years and years ago. Uh, what a yeah. wonderful person, and your dad is, is one of the best. AC is working now for KC Horse Transport. All the best to you yeah. tomorrow night, Angela. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks again for having us. I'll see you guys there tomorrow. Oh, oh one last thing. <clears throat> we're, we're told uh, the jockeys are uh, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. So uh, Amazing. All right. Yeah, let, All right. let folks know if they want to stop by the track today. Maybe we can make something happen. I love it. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, Have Angela. A great one. God bless you. Appreciate it very much. We're going to be heading up to the South Point, check in with uh, Dan Sanchez and see what's going on up there uh, post-Super Bowl as March Madness is just about upon us. Speaking of which, boy, I tried to watch that that game last night uh, from Pauly, UCLA-SC. I just don't know how UCLA could have played any worse early. Uh, I made it to about the 8.50 mark last night. That's how much time there was left, and I, I just had to lay it down. I see they end up getting beat 62-56, but they couldn't get any shots to drop. I give SC Andy Enfield a ton of credit. They played incredible defense, and uh, they kept UCLA on the perimeter, and they were beyond uh, ice cold. Okay, let's go, go to the phones now, get up to the South Point in Las Vegas. <clears throat> Pardon me and say hello to Dan Sanchez. Dan, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you, buddy? Well, I was doing great, but now I got one of these coffin jags going on. So with the cough button, uh, Howard Drescher here inside and so on and so forth, I'm going to try and get by. But in, anyway, uh, tell us what's going on pre-March Madness uh, there at the South Point. Uh, I want to encourage folks, uh, get up there and experience it. That toll-free number to call, 866-780-RACE. And uh, tell us what's up there at the South Point, Dan. Yeah, we've got, uh, you know, heating up for the March Madness, like you say, Connecticut, with all of the things that are going on over there, uh, their loss and the storming of the uh, of the court. Um, things are heating right. up. Um, the reservations are starting to come in. Uh, I'm noticing more and more every day that if you're going to want to spend the weekend here, you're probably going to want to get in early. Um, it is one of the biggest times of the year. I'd say, actually... Those first two days of the tournament may be bigger than the Super Bowl because of the mm -hmm. number of games that are here, the number of people here, the action, the party atmosphere. Right. It's such a blast. It really is my favorite time of the year. You mentioned the storm in the court. I, I know, hey, it's regrettable, and we can all talk about reasons why this and that, but there's one thing I'm pretty sure of. It's going to help ratings. Oh, <laughs> well, then, yeah. then you can bet it will happen again. <laughs> if it makes money, it'll happen again. Well, listen, Dan, our, our time is short, but spring training well underway. I've had a number of people ask me. Now, full disclosure, we do the show right here from uh, Angel Stadium on AM830, the flagship station of uh, Angels Baseball. 
but I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, are, is there a chance there's a prop bet up there as to how many games Anthony Rendon will actually play in this year? Have you seen anything? I have not been able to unearth that particular prop, though I have searched far and wide. I think the number would be fairly low, and I don't think the action would be two-way. So I don't know that we're going to be able to find that. I see. That. <laughs> yeah. um, I understand that uh, there is a bit of animosity towards that individual and all the money we're betting against him. Um, the Angels have a lot more problems, though, than that. Um, they, as much as what they need is for him to have a good year so they can then push him off on somebody else. Um, going, look how good he did. Here, you can have him. Um, but when I was looking over the Angels, their defense, their fielding, I mean, the basics of the game, they it's a good thing they've got Ron Washington as manager now, I think, because he is known as an infielder, defensive kind of a guru, if you will, and I think he's going to shore up the Angels' defense. The Angels really need help from top to bottom. And starting with your defense, starting with the basics, I think is going to be uh, something they can build on. And I've got to tell you, I know Mike Trout said he's happy as an angel. I'm not sure. that, that It's going to be three years maybe before this team is competitive. And Mike Trout's going to languish there for three years. Hmm. I don't know that that is actually the best for everybody there. And I, that can be controversial, and I'm sorry, but when I was looking at it, I just don't know that Mike Trout fits for the Angels anymore. Well, the the, the bigger question is Mike Trout, Mike Trout. Uh, in other words, how much has he regressed? But that will all shake out. I, I, I don't want to go there any, much any further. Sure. To me, I'm encouraged by their quarterback, and that's the guy calling, calling pitches, uh, Brandon Ohapi. I think he's special. I think he showed that. And he's got a ton of watt, too. He's a leader. And same thing goes for their shortstop, shortstop Zach Nito. So that they got they got some young people that I think they can build build with and and move forward. Dan, speaking of moving forward, can we make any money anywhere today in the world of sports? In your opinion, uh, in the world of sports today, I really don't know. I don't think there's a lot out there. Um, there may be something in hockey. I would have to check that, um, and I know that's not. Uh, a real popular thing, but I really haven't had a chance to look. Yesterday, yeah. I was up early. I was here for the Saudi Cup, so um, I was here at 4.30 yesterday morning, and I haven't really had a lot of time. Yeah, I heard they were lined up at 5.30, Dan, oh, for that yesterday. Oh, I, yeah, I was here at 4.30. I was not the first person here. Amazing. So that is, uh, it was a good time. Everybody was uh, uh, enjoying the Americans, and I think the Japanese had a very good day. Indeed and, they did. Hey, Dan, uh, we got to leave it right there. Sure. Looking forward to getting some folks up to the South Point again, folks. Give Steve Johnson, he heads things up there in racing sports. It's called toll-free, 866-780-RACE. And get up to the South Point. Thanks, thanks so much, Dan. Coming back strong with John Lindo, Orlando Gutierrez. We've also got Millie Ball, Toby Terrell, all straight ahead. Hour one, Thoroughbred LA. Don't go away. Angels Radio. AM 830.
Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Fans, join us for great racing and good times this Sunday. And don't miss one of the biggest days of any racing year as we'll have the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap next Saturday, March 2nd. Along with the Big Cap, we'll have one of America's most important derby preps, the $300,000 San Felipe, along with the Grade 1 Kilro Mile on Turf and the Grade 2 Buena Vista for Phillies and Mares. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day next Saturday, March 2nd. Visit our website, SantaAnita.com. And get your tickets now. Join us this Sunday as we pay tribute to the dam of the legendary Charlie Whittingham train Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. And we hope to see you on track Friday as we offer free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 1230 Santa Anita. It's the great race place. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Skimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle Skimmel's, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, we just heard from Juan Hernandez, as we always do, on behalf of Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. And, folks, if you haven't had it, uh, believe me, go to UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and get some now. It ships really quick from the Big Island, and y- y- you'll never regret it. But speaking of Juan and the rest of the jockeys, now Juan Hernandez had one win yesterday. You might wonder, hey, where is he today? He's serving a one-day suspension. And Flavion Pratt is en route back from uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So neither one of those guys uh, are, are riding the 10-race card. And that really opens things up for some hard-charging jocks like Antonio Fresu and uh, Kazushi Kimura. Uh, Kimura, I believe, yeah, he's on six today. Fresu is on seven. Here's the way the standings uh, are now coming into day 29 of our classic meet. Juan Hernandez, 33, Flavion Pratt, 32, and then Antonio Fresu, 29, Frankie DeTore at 22. And uh, Frankie uh, having a, a solid week. He had a double himself yesterday. And then as far as the trainers go, uh, it's Mark Glatt, 20, Doug O'Neill, 18, Phil D'Amato, 16, Steve Knapp, 15, Bob Baffert's two back of that at 13. So we've got tight competitive races among the jockeys and trainers and looking forward to to more of the same uh, today out at Santa Anita. Ten race card, we get underway at 12.30. Let's get down to Carlsbad and check in with John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Hey, you mentioned Kazushi Kimura. How about the ride he put on yesterday on Yellow Brick for Richard Mandela? This is a horse that... Phenomenal. Yeah, he idles when he makes the lead, but Kimura didn't ride to get to the lead. He rode to ride past those horses and get him into the lead. And it makes a difference. He got that horse that he taught him how to win yesterday. That it's, it's subtle, but it's big. There's a reason he was the Eclipse Award-winning apprentice jockey back in 2019. There's a reason he's been by far and away the the top rider at Woodbine during their marathon meet the last three years. <clears throat> he's got tremendous ability. By the way, he's now speaking fluent English. You know, uh, he, he's a special rider. But uh, I, we just don't have enough racing here to keep him here on a year-round basis at this point in time, John. But, again, he's on uh, six today. Antonio Fresu, who came here with zero name recognition, no momentum. His agent, Tom Canoose, has done a great job with him. By the way, uh, Kimura is now represented by Brian Beach, and uh, they're, they're doing well. So these are two guys, certainly, uh, to watch today. John, we love to talk about the California breads. What about Kings River night yesterday? Uh, he's just a, a joy to behold, and Juan Hernandez gets along with him so well. Uh, Juan and Kings River Knight, four consecutive wins, the last three in stakes. Yesterday, 
it was a two other than allowance that somehow this horse was eligible for uh, going a flat mile on the grass in open company. Big, big win. He's now nine for 15 lifetime, a six-year-old gelding by acclamation out of the poteen mare season to, per- to, to perfection. Bred in California by Old English Rancho, trained by John Sadler and owned by uh, the, the Elwood uh, Johnston Family Trust, founders of Old English, along with Integrity Thoroughbreds. So uh, that's a heck of a story it really is. A six-year-old gelding and never been better. Well, that's the benefits of having a cowbred, Mike. You, you see a horse like this, those cowbred stakes ones don't account, they don't count against you against the open allowance condition. So he was eligible for that second condition. And you get him at one mile on the grass at Santa Anita. Look you out. And the lead. That's it. Just go down the winter circle. You're, you're, you're home. And uh, he looked terrific yesterday winning that race. And, uh, you know, he's just an absolute beast going a mile on turf at Santa Anita. And speaking of cowbreds, speaking of uh, Kazushi Kimura, Catalina Eddy down the hill yesterday. I think that was Clubhouse Ride's 13th winner at the meet. What a job Craig Lewis has done with Catalina Eddy. That was impressive, and there was just no doubt about it. He fired Turnham for home, and uh, they weren't going to beat him yesterday. If you liked him, you got an 1160 mutual. Yeah, now I, I'd love to give Clubhouse Ride credit, but that was a square Eddie, Catalina Eddie. But uh, he is a cowbred, and uh, he was Bob Ike radio pick yesterday on Thoroughbred LA, and he got home a nice 1160 mutual. And uh, again, sitting outside, and, and you could see that turf tighten up a little bit yesterday after all the rain we've had. Uh, times got faster, and all of a sudden, speed got pretty darn good on that grass course. And he wore down the leaders, got up by a half length of a man among men, and, and Barat, and uh, really game win. I think he's found his niche. He looks like a turf sprinter in the making. Uh, no doubt about it. Well, it's still a good story, even though it isn't clubhouse, right? <laughs> but <laughs> hey, he's a, he's a cowbird. You're gonna you're gonna get all that. He, he picked up fifty two thousand dollars in that allowance because of the cowbird bonus premium. Yeah, and speaking of Square Eddie, of course, uh, owned by J. Paul Redham, he's been pensioned now, and I mean, he was a big time racehorse and. Uh, was a, a, a tremendous stallion for California, but uh, he has been retired. Anyway, thanks for setting me straight there, but nonetheless, very impressive win from Catalina Addy. Absolutely, and uh, again, these cowboys, you're running for that bonus money when you get those allowance conditions, that it, it really makes a difference in the bottom line. It's like winning, winning an extra race. Yeah, and, and something else, a note on the name Catalina Addy, you know, that was a uh, they, they, that, that preceded all this business of atmospheric rivers and bomb cyclones. Dr. George Fishbeck used to talk about that Catalina Eddy, and that was uh, largely responsible for the onshore flow and uh, that sort of thing. So I thought I'd throw that in there, John. And, you know. <laughs> I haven't heard Dr. George Fishbeck name in a while. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and we might be looking for an atmospheric creek in a few days. Hopefully it's not a river. used to always just be storms, you know, but... Now there's a, a lot of hysteria. We'll stay off of that. So, Bucks. Anyway, John, can, can we make some money today somewhere? I'm going to go, yeah, let's go to Santa Anita race number seven. And they mentioned how the speed is starting to hold a lot better on the grass as it's firming up. I think number eight, D from the outside post, is going to shake loose in this turf sprint. Uh, the, the flat turf uh, course in those sprint races, speed has always been good, and it might be even better now. If he can make the lead there, he's fresh. I think he can go wire to wire. He did one on the program. Number eight, Sawas D, race number seven at San Anita. Kristen Mulhall and uh, Diego Herrera teaming up here. John, I know we always like to talk about the Derby Room uh, out there at Fairplex Park. 
what a tremendous job they do. And, of course, Pete Perella is involved uh, in, in the ownership situation out there. It's managed well. They're on top of things. The audio-visual is the way it should be. And that's so important when you go racing anywhere. Along with food and beverage, they've got enough clerks on and a ton of self-serve machines there at the Derby Room. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you're not going to miss any sporting events. They've got everything else going on with the March Madness coming up. You're going to want to keep track of those games. But the food is great. It's easy access. The people treat you right. And, and, you know, it's easy to get you right off of the 210 freeway there. So it's a great option if you're out there in the Inland Empire. And, John, you come down uh, I-5 to San Clemente, the OC Tavern back in action. Yeah, they're, they're, they're about to, just waiting to, for the liquor license for, to get the full beverage services and everything else going. Open for the satellite wagering right off the 5 freeway. It's been completely renovated. It looks great. You, you, you know, get down there, get a chance, and, and you know, you're sitting across the street from the ocean. How bad can that be? Uh, tailor-made. Anyway, John Lindo says race seven today at Santa Anita. It's number eight, Sawas D. Three to one, Diego Herrera teaming up with Kristen Mulhall. Hey, John, always a pleasure, and looking forward to catching you and Bob Ike uh, on air here at 9 to 10 next Saturday. Yeah, we cover the big cap and the town of youth at Gulfstream. There's a lot going on for first racing next Saturday. A whole lot. Thank you so much, John. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to the phones. Again, we're having a little holds, uh, little, little trouble uh, with, with people staging here, uh, keeping them on hold. So we'll take a moment and uh, we'll, <clears throat> we'll bring in Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos. We can tell you this. Uh, they're kicking $10,000 into their pick six tonight. And uh, they've got a big feature race, uh, the $115,000 Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. Guys, do we have Orlando? Not yet. Well, we'll, <coughs> we'll try and get him as I try and keep the cough at bay. Now we've got him. Orlando, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, Mike. I wasn't sure if I had to go back to bed or what, you know, but, but thank you for bringing me on. Well, we, we weren't able to call early uh, because we're having some tech difficulties, but hopefully that's going to get ironed out. Anyway, our time is short. I'm sorry, Orlando, but uh, give us a, a little bit of a thumbnail on what we can look forward to tonight, uh, starting off with the $10,000 stipend there in the pick six. Yeah, we'll be starting a little bit later today, 5.45 p.m., nine races on the car, some really, really interesting races. Uh, Tiz Lining, who was our 1,000-yard uh, horse of the year last year for uh, Battleborn Racing, making his 2024 debut as just a sensational season last year. He won the Summer Championship at 1,000 yards, the Winter Championship at 1,000 yards, on his way to uh, setting the track record here, again, making his, take, uh, his season debut but he's going to be facing a horse by the name of Helladic uh, for trainer Ryan Hanson, who in his debut here at Los Al won impressively at three lengths, always, always a speedster, gets a, a top, the leading jockey here at Los Alamitos of all breeds, Adrian Escobedo, just having a sensational meet. It's going to be a really interesting race between Helladic uh, and Tiz Lining here in race number four. Then we go to race number nine. That's our feature race, four quarter horses, the $115,000 maiden stakes. Uh, some really good runners in here. A big surprise in the trials. SMJS Corona won his trial while posting the fastest qualifying time at 30 to 1. Uh, Rodrigo Aceves also uh, won another trial race uh, with a horse relief factor. Really good horse that has qualified, uh, excuse me, that has finished uh, in the money in several great one futuity trials. Uh, Rodrigo Aceves ended up picking that 32, 30 to 1 long shot that was posted the fastest qualifying time. SMJS Corona. He's 5 to 2 on the morning line. Uh, Adam Faria said that relief factor was actually the horse that he liked the best. He's 8-1 to one on the morning line. 
really, really good race. Very interesting uh, group of runners, a lot of horses with some past class running uh, really well in the in futurity trials here at Los Al. Okay, terrific. And, uh, you know, I mentioned your $115,000 uh, Los Alamitos maiden stakes. That goes as the ninth and final. Folks, you can catch it live on FanDuel, 9.01 tonight. Who do you like in there? In, uh, in the maiden stakes, I picked the number three horse, A.J. King Crown on top. He's 8-1 to one as well. Like I mentioned, so many horses here that have run really well in futurity trials here. I'll go with the 8-1 to one A.J. King Crown ran second in his trial to the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. Got into a little bit of trouble in his main stakes trial, but then came flying late, ended up winning the race by a half a length. I think he can go even faster than that. I'll go with the three. A.J. King Crown, 8-1 to one in race number nine, the 115,000 maiden stakes. Okay, and is that going to be your uh, your best bet, Orlando? I also like in race eight, uh, number seven, Dark Image. He's 3-1 to one in this one for Legacy Ranch. Horse that uh, ran well at Redoso Downs, ran third in a trial there. Uh, took him a little bit of time to uh, really get going here at Los Al. Has a nice second here, and in his last workout looked superb. Uh, he's never been a horse really fast out of the gate, but he was super quick in uh, in his prep work for this race. That's in race eight, number seven, Dark Image, three to one, Mike. Okay, and again, nine races. You get underway at five forty-five tonight, Orlando. And I know you guys are going to be busy for all the simulcast action. Uh, this afternoon. Have a great day and night there at Los Alamitos. Thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos Racecourse. And now we're going to try and ring up Millie Ball from, uh, <coughs> pardon me, from XBTV. Uh, she has got uh, something pending here in just a couple of minutes. So we're going to try and squeeze her in before the break and get her thoughts. And of course, her husband, Tim Yachtin, trainer of uh, Big Pond, winner of last Sunday's Spring Fever Stakes. Very impressive. California bred daughter of Mr. Big, who also, along with Clubhouse Ride, stands up at uh, Pete and Evelyn Perella's Legacy Ranch right outside Sacramento in, Le- in uh, Clements, California. We've got Millie Ball right now. Hey, Millie, good morning. How you doing? Morning, Mike. I'm good. Thank you. What do you have pinning at 9 o'clock that's so damn important? Oh, no, I just got to work. Because uh, he's coming over. He's going to work one of us, and uh, I'm on pony duty, so I'm going to be ponying horses out there. He's making a lot of friends, isn't he, that jock? Yeah, yeah, he's a really nice guy, very classy. That, that's, that's my take as well. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and dive in here. we got ten races today. Millie, where do you want to go for yeah. radio? I'm going to go to the fifth race because I think it's the most interesting race of the entire card. It's that six furlong turf race, maiden special weight, the three-year-old Phillies, and the number five Paradise Lake. I had a super work that XBTV course on the 11th of February. I think what I liked most about it was how professional she was in the work. But um, she worked with We Miss Granny, who's a winner already. She's five years old. And um, this really clearly worked as equally as well, if not better, than the, uh, of the hmm. older mare. Um, Peter Erton, you know, he's having a good meet. So yeah. I thought that be okay. But there are some other good ones in there. Not time, uh, No Time to Squalls has been working well for the uh, no, none hotter than Mark Black. Um, so I think it's going to be a good race. Okay, looking forward to that. Eight to one. Boy, that'll work uh, with a hot jock. Antonio Frasu, CRK Stable and Peter Erden. I mentioned earlier, Millie, we got some rotating uh, jockeys today because uh, the two big guns on top of the standings are not available today. Juan Hernandez and, and Flavion Pratt. Before you go, what's next for Big Pond? 
Um, I don't know. Actually, to be honest, I don't know right yet. She did go out to the track this morning. She's very fresh. She needed a pony. She was just jogging this morning. Good news. Um, but uh, the good thing is that she's really bounced back from that race well. Okay, great. Hey, Millie, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the simulcast signal uh, later on today there at the Great Race Place. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Going to step aside and come back real quick, like, with uh, private clocker Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Don't forget, Phil D'Amato. Uh, straight ahead, top of the next hour. A whole lot of show right in front of us. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Angels Radio. AME 30. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a Fans, join us for great racing and good times this Sunday. And don't miss one of the biggest days of any racing year as we'll have the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap next Saturday, March 2nd. Along with the big cap, we'll have one of America's most important derby preps, the $300,000 San Felipe, along with the Grade 1 Kilroe Mile on Turf and the Grade 2 Buena Vista for Phillies and Mares. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day next Saturday, March 2nd. Visit our website, SantaAnita.com. And get your tickets now. Join us this Sunday as we pay tribute to the dam of the legendary Charlie Whittingham train Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. And we hope to see you on track Friday as we offer free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 1230 Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. 
Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different, as up-and-coming sophomores will race for a purse of $115,000 in the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. SM Jess Corona surprised everyone when he posted the fastest qualifying time while winning at 30 to 1 odds. Meanwhile, Amore for a reason lived up to her favorite status as she won her trial and posted the second fastest time. This will be a wide open event going at 350 yards on Sunday night. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Hour One, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, and a quick reminder. 10 race card today. We get under at 12.30. And then next Saturday, don't miss it. Join us on track if you can. The 87th running of the Santa Anita Handicap, along with a big derby prep, the San Felipe, and much, much more. Let's get up to Santa Anita and say hello to Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Toby, good morning. How's it going? Going really well out here, Mike. Looking forward to uh, today's card and uh, the big weekend uh, coming up. But uh, we're also looking forward to cashing a bet or two. Are, are you of any help this morning? Well, the beauty of it is I feel like I am, and uh, and that's the beauty of it, actually. Uh, in race number seven, uh, the number five horse, Andy, can you hear me, 
has really trained with a lot of purpose uh, since his last race. Uh, he did everything right. He had nice speed, just uh, took it on the chin down the hill. Now he's going to go to six furlongs, and I believe he gets uh, the winning trip here with Edwin Maldonado up. We're getting a nice little four-to-one and a nice heat here. Edwin Maldonado up uh, for Jeff Mullins. That's race seven today at Santa Anita. We say it often, folks, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races, that's winner's card, the yellow sheet by Toby Terrell, and you can get it online at casetherace.com. Hey, Toby, uh, looking forward to getting your post-Big Cap thoughts and then some next week. Thank you so much. All right, Mike. Thank you. Okay, we'll uh, step aside, coming back real quick, like right near the top of the hour, folks. Don't go away. Top trainer Phil D'Amato is going to be joining us. Got a whole lot to talk about. This is Thoroughbred L.A. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than three hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hey, everybody. and good times this Sunday and don't miss one of the biggest days of any racing year as we'll have the 87th running of the grade one Santa Anita Handicap next Saturday March 2nd. Along with the big cap we'll have one of America's most important derby preps the $300,000 San Felipe along with the grade one Kilroe Mile on Turf and the grade two Buena Vista for Phillies and Mares. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day next Saturday March 2nd. Visit our website SantaAnita.com and get your tickets now. Join us this Sunday as we pay tribute to the dam of the legendary Charlie Whittingham train Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. And we hope to see you on track Friday as we offer free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 1230 Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. 
with a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different, as up-and-coming sophomores will race for a purse of $115,000 in the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. SM Jess Corona surprised everyone when he posted the fastest qualifying time while winning at 30 to 1 odds. Meanwhile, Amore for a reason lived up to her favorite status as she won her trial and posted the second fastest time. This will be a wide-open event going at 350 yards on Sunday night. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Welcome back. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, uh, folks, it's great to be with you. Again, a 10-race card at Santa Anita today. First post, 1230. This coming Saturday, the 87th running of the Santa Anita Handicap and so much more. Let's get up to the great race place right now and talk to one of the guys that uh, is making things happen and then some. Top trainer, Phil D'Amato. Phil, good morning. Thanks for, for making time for us. Good morning, Mike. Anytime. Hey, I mentioned the big cap. You got New Grange uh, hitting on all cylinders. You won the San Antonio on opening day with Irad Ortiz. You come right back, and he won the uh, the San Pasqual first time with Victor Espinosa. Uh, he looks like he's going to be a short price favorite. Tell us how he's doing. He had his final breeze this morning with uh, Victor, and uh, really nice. Just kind of same kind of drill uh, going into his last race, and. Uh, yeah, like what we saw in uh, going into the race, just uh, just as good as can be. You know, Phil, you're a guy you use a lot of different riders, uh, but let's face it. I mean, Victor's in the Hall of Fame. He's won, I think, at least three derbies and so on, but he doesn't ride that many races anymore. Uh, he's past the half-century mark. What what drew you to Victor Espinosa with this horse? What What kind of made you think, yeah, hey, I think he'll fit this guy? You know, it was just kind of happenstance that that day, uh, 
they had big races everywhere and spread out. So, uh, you know, Victor was available here, and he'd won stakes for me in the past. And with his wealth of uh, knowledge and, and experience in winning those big races, we thought, you know, let's give it a shot here. And, uh, and uh, you know, he did nothing wrong, everything right. And, and uh, I really think he fits this horse very well. Well, he, it sure looked like it, uh, you know, back on uh, January 27th. Now, New Grange has only been a mile and a quarter once. That was in last year's big cap. It, it just didn't work out too good that day uh, at 9-1. to one. Is that is that race out of your mind now? Is there any doubt that that he can get this distance? No, yeah, there's there's no doubt. I, he he's a horse. I, I definitely think. Um, you know, we, at one point in time, we were thinking about run, running him in the dirt marathon races, but I, I don't think distance is a problem. Uh, he just is a horse. It took us a while to figure out exactly what, what he wanted to do in his style, and uh, he he's kind of grown into. His body finally filled out and, and just kind of oozing confidence right now. I want to ask you about Stronghold. He picked up 20 Kentucky Derby qualifying points. I thought a rousing kind of win at Sunland Park last Sunday, but it is Sunland Park. Uh, it, I don't think 20 is going to be enough to get you in the gate, but uh, I think Brad Free wrote uh, in the Derby Watch Friday, I think he's number four in the in the point standings right now, but it's early. What's your next chess move with him, and what do you make of his effort over there? Uh, we haven't finalized our, our final uh, plans yet. We're going to kind of take all the prep races uh, under consideration. Yeah, you know, points-wise, he, he needs to hit the board in one of these mm-hmm. these next ones. Just a one-two-three performance, I think, gets us in there. And um, but he come out of the race in good shape. I mean, he's run uh, every race he's run has been in a different track, and he's. And, you know, he's run one, two. So uh, I think he's a horse. He's on the improve, um, you know, and and I think he's, he's learning and at the same point in time relaxing and finishing better. And those are all the traits you're going to need to have going down the road in the, the derby trail. You know, Sunland's such a – it's a different situation over there. It's, it's usually windy. It's out on a mesa. I know it's a lot of fun. But I saw you quoted, I think, in the last few days, you said the, the track was deeper than, than it normally is over there, and, and you thought this horse might get a lot out of it on account of that. Just address the, the conditions and the way that race was run. Yeah, no, that, that track was uh, anything but fast. It, it was, uh, I flew over there with uh, Diego Herrera and Antonio Fresu, and we'd been talking about that uh, track uh, you know, uh, before and after, and it was nothing like any of them saw. Um, you could, I mean, the horse's legs would definitely kind of sink into that track, you know, six, seven inches or so. Oh. But the bottom line was it's a safe track, nice track. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, you know, he, he finished very well and did everything right. But, yeah, definitely uh, it's the it's kind of track where I think you uh, definitely – you know, gain bottom in your horse uh, going forward. And by bottom, you mean conditioning. They've got to have that bottom in them to a, 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 an old racing term. Uh, let's Before we talk about the wishing well, and, boy, I think you've got a huge look with a comebacker there in school dance. You've also got a Calbred for uh, Nick Alexander and Carmen Miranda. But i, I got to believe you've been pretty high on this French bread in the fifth race today by the name of Catonia. 
She's taken some money in her two starts here, made an allowance. First time at a mile on turf back on December 2nd at Del Mar. You came back late January. You cut her back to six and a half furlongs out of the chute. Today you get six furlongs out of the chute. And with Pratt out of town, uh, you're going to Kazushi Kimura, eight to one. I got to believe you like the outside post, but where where are you at with her, Phil? Yeah, you know I've I've uh, always thought this really had some ability, <clears throat> and she just kind of we've the first time I thought she ran off on, on the on the rider, uh, second time, Flavian thought he just sat back uh, too much and waited too long and. Mm-hmm. And uh, the speed just went wire to wire. This time, I think we'll be much more tactical. This Philly's got a, a ton of stamina in her, and I think uh, she'll be in a nice stalking position and uh, <clears throat> have no excuses going into this race. But I, I, I'm looking for a, for a winning performance today. Phil, I can't help myself. We're talking about the conditioning of this Philly, and you've had so many of them come over from Europe, uh, mainly Ireland, but in this case, Catonia in the fifth. France, Phil, you're you're hitting at entry time at a 19% clip. You're well up in the standings, but I want to ask you candidly: Do you feel your stable's been at a bit of a disadvantage with without the option of the training track uh, so far this meet? Because, uh, as I've said on air, you, you kind of get your mail out there. You've done so well coming off the training track and and running in in particular on the turf. Uh, has it been a bit of a disadvantage, or have you just made the adjustments? Uh, I mean, in terms of the Europeans, I think it's been a huge disadvantage. Yeah. Albeit the main track is is very st- safe, but for the last you know seven eight years, I've been training seventy five percent of my horses on the training track. So now they've all had to train on the main in in um, Euros in particular, grass horses in particular. They like training more. They did on the on the uh, kind of different dirt surface we had on the. The main track, our training track prior, was mm-hmm. kind of more like a, you know, uh, a sand base. Now, fortunately, we're going to get a really nice track on the on the the, the tapita there, and I think that's going to help my stable and my horses uh, tremendously. But but uh, you know, like I said, no complaints. It is what it is. You kind of have to sacrifice a little until you know we get what we want, and we're going to get it shortly here. And and everybody's dealing with the same things. The good news is. This this training track uh, with the tapita, it's sure looking like it's going to be ready really quick, Phil. Yeah, I I, I bet you it's probably no more than a week out from uh, yeah. coming into play, and and it's going to be a very popular uh, track. I bet when when it does come into uh, come into use. Okay, let's go to the hillside turf. I, I just think this is a great betting race today. The wishing well, hundred thousand, but it, you know it's ungraded or restricted stake. We got eleven of them in here. You've got the second choice on the line drawn, drawn in post ten. School dance. Now she was Grade One stakes placed as a three year old in in the uh, American Oaks, but she's hit the board in in other graded races. Phil, she's been idle now since August twelfth. You get Frankie Dettori for the first time today. How how good do you think she might be off the bench today? You, you know, it's more. She, she's good. She's fit. Um, she's doing really well. <clears throat> it's just a question if she likes the hill. We're, we're experimenting here. She's a filly with a nice with nice tactical speed. So um, you know, I thought it was worth a try. If she if she likes it, we've got another option for her. And if she doesn't, you know, we'll stretch her out off of this. But she's fit. 
where I, I think if she does like the the hill configuration, she can run a winning race. And, and I mean, obviously, she's got a lot of class. Uh, has Frankie Dettori gotten familiar with her at all? He's not. He's the kind of guy you just throw him on a good horse and uh, he'll do the rest. He doesn't need to breeze him. He's amazing on the down the hill configuration as well. He he can kind of uh, always have your horse in the right spot, and if they're good enough, get the job done. So I'm hoping that's the case today. Phil, he he's amazing in every respect, and you know it was anticipated he was going to be retiring following the Breeders' Cup in November, but. He's going ahead another year, and I'm sure glad of it. But talk about this guy. I first met him back, I think he was 18, 19 years old at, at Hollywood Park. And uh, here he is now in his early 50s. People who don't know, his, his celebrity in England, in Europe, transcends, far transcends horse racing. And he brings an energy and an attitude to his job every day here that, to me, for a guy who's ridden as long as he has, it's just, it's amazing, and you watch him ride. I, I just don't think he's lost a half a step, Bill. No, I mean, you, you, you've said it about as good as can be. I mean, his energy is tremendous. Uh, you know, he, he's another one. He just kind of, when he comes into the paddock, you, he's got so much confidence brewing. You feel good about yourself, and you, you know that translates to the horses when he gets on their back. But, I um, mean, he's a consummate professional. He doesn't act like or look like he's in his 50s. He <laughs> takes really good care of himself. and Yeah. Strong out there finishing on a horse is, a, you know, a 20-year-old jock. So uh, fortunate enough to, to get him and, and be able to have him, and hopefully we can uh, we can continue to have him here for, for the years to come. But all I can say is from my chair as director of publicity, Phil, this jock gets it. He gets it like it's unreal. He engages with people. And he, to me, he's he's just got the magic touch. Okay, you got a cowbred long shot in the same race, the Wishing Well, the eight horse Carmen Miranda. Uh, what about her chances? And she's run well down the hill. Yeah, she's won down the hill, and she's run well. She had a, a breakthrough uh, performance in the allowance race the other day. Um, she, she's a filly where I think uh, she's tactical enough to to give herself a chance to. It looks like there's some speed in there today, so I think she'll be in a stalking spot. And hopefully if she can just take a, one more little step forward, numbers-wise, she, she can fit with these. Hey, Phil, well stated. Thank you so much for your time. Last thing, uh, I'm hearing that maybe they're going to give New Grange 129 pounds. Is that a deal-breaker? I sure hope not. <laughs> uh, I'm that, kidding. That you know be, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be tough. But, uh, yeah. Uh, nowadays, that's... Uh, Rem- that, Phil, that's remember when everybody crazy. used to wait for the weights? You know, it, it, it was such a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But ho- hopefully, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully he comes out of this breeze in good shape and uh, we've, we've got a chance to, to run a big race uh, next Saturday. Looking forward to that so, so much. Phil, thank you so much for your time. And, uh, hey, good luck today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Top trainer Phil D'Amato uh, with us from Santa Anita. And uh, Phil, I should have pointed out, uh, he's second in the standings as far as stakes wins go behind uh, a guy by the name of Richard Mandela having a tremendous meet. Uh, Richard's got seven stakes wins. Phil is second with six. Then it's Bob Baffert at four, John Sadler three. And in terms of the overall standings, as noted earlier, 
He's three. Uh, he's he's third there in the standings, four behind Mark Glatt, who's got twenty. Then it's Doug O'Neill, eighteen. Phil D'Amato with sixteen overall wins. Guys, do we have Andy Harrington at this point in time? Yes, we do. Andy Harrington, on behalf of uh, National Turf, one of the top private clockers in America. Andy, good morning. How are you? Excellent. How are you doing, Mike? Good. Just had Phil D'Amato on. Did you happen to see New Grange Breeze? He did. Yeah. Victor Espinosa came out and worked it. Uh, you know, he can. Uh, this horse has matured a lot. He used to be kind of a fuller in the in the morning, and sometimes even in the afternoons. That's sort of abated, and it continues that way in the uh, in the drill that I saw. I caught uh, was behind uh, another worker, not sure who, and then it was so busy. There's some other horses got uh, kind of tied in with him, but he uh, kept his cool the whole way, and then mm-hmm. just kind of nudged him at the wire and put the head in front and galloped out clear. I thought it was an excellent try. All systems go. they got to be really happy. Yeah. Uh, hoping that uh, everything's cold uh, from the knees down tomorrow morning, and we enter on Wednesday for Big Cap Day, so uh, a, a lot of anticipation. We've also got what's now called the DK Horse San Felipe Stakes. DK stands for DraftKings. guy by the name of Bob Baffert has eight horses nominated to the San Felipe. Uh, this is always one of the big derby preps on the calendar and we understand Bob is going to be busy tomorrow morning, Andy. Oh, he was busy today. Uh, among the horses that worked was Nisa, who uh, just keeps knocking my socks off every time I see him. So uh, I think it's all systems go for that horse. I'm not sure if he's going to be in this race or not. I, I'm not sure what Bob's doing. So, uh, but I assume he is. I'm assuming he's going to keep him, uh, keep him, uh, you know, at, at his home base. Nisa, of course, uh, comes off a, I mean, a seven and a half length win. Uh, in the Robert Lewis at a flat mile here on February 3rd. And, boy, just what a shame. He's not eligible to run in the Kentucky Derby. What an incredibly talented horse, Andy. Uh, electric, electric. I mean, uh, you know, you don't see moves like that too often. Um, I mean, the whole, you know, whole um, his whole uh, kind of uh, manner of running is he, he's kind of into the bit, and, he's, and Bob's really changed him around a little bit. Flavian took a hold of him and just just catapulted by those horses. Yeah, it was, it was, it was super impressive. I I couldn't have been more impressed. So um, I'm on his bandwagon wherever he goes. Andy, uh, I meant to ask some guys earlier, maybe for their thoughts on their all-time favorite Santa Anita handicap. We got to be honest, the, the big cap is is not what the big cap used to be. If you remember the old ad campaign, you know it was said if if you only go to the races once a year. Come to Santa Anita on Santa Anita Handicap Day. And uh, with the advent of the Breeders' Cup and now these big races in the Middle East, it's it's just not the big race it used to be. Purse is 400000 It's still a grade one. It's still on a mile and a quarter. But looking back, Andy, do you have a favorite running or two of the big cap? Uh, well, actually, martial law back way back when. Julio Kanani, right? I'm trying to remember. 1989, yeah. Julio Kanani and Clover Racing, I believe. And that was like uh, in my just more gambling days, and it, it's solely because I cashed a bet on the horse. Uh, I back ended it into it, um, but uh, I remember that vividly because uh, I was a I was a twenty dollar better, and uh, you got your money's worth on that horse that day. I'll never forget Andy, and I can't say exactly what was said because <clears throat> we're on the radio. But <clears throat> the the eighty nine big cap Pedroza Martin Pedroza rode uh, martial law. And he is a huge price. One gate to wire. I forget who Charlie Whittingham had in the race, but the following month, 
I'm at Hollywood Park. I'm working over there. I'm on the, the we used to, a lot of trainers used to clock off of the uh, deck right behind the right. track kitchen. It was at about the 5 eighths pole. I think Charlie had some turf workers. So he's out there with his assistant at the time, Rodney Rash, and Julio's out there. So Charlie just unprompted, he turns to Julio and he says, uh, what are you anyway? Oh, I Peruvian. I Peruvian. <laughs> Charlie goes, no, you're not. And I'll leave it at that. But it's like, Charlie, there, there was, I, I never in my life met a guy like Charlie Whittingham. I mean, he just, <laughs> he wasn't buying any of Julio's stuff, you know. He wanted to drill down, and obviously he wasn't all that happy about him winning the <laughs> handicap. But no, no, that that was that. And also, I remember uh, as far as cashing bets, I, uh, I cashed on Ruleman, which you know those make me, uh, you know, which I think it was Charlie, Jerry Moss, Gary Stevens, and Charlie Whittingham. Yeah, yeah. He just wiped out a field going a mile in like thirty-four. Well, that that was Gary Stevens at his zenith. I mean, oh, yeah. if anybody could walk the dog, so to speak, on the lead, and and just get a horse into a rhythm. I mean, Gary was magic. He really was. Right. So, so my favorite big caps are totally reliant if I catch the bet or not. So, yeah, right. That's my, that's well, my metric. Yeah, I know. Forget about the aesthetics. It's what's going into the bank account. My favorite all time, because I was young and I was right for once, was 77 Crystal Water. Oh, that was God. Lafitte, a guy named Roger Clapp, and a homebred uh, for uh, Mrs. Connie Ring, Three Rings Ranch out in Beaumont. And, uh, boy, it was a hell of a stretch battle that day with a with a horse. I think he was an Irish bred named Falaraki. I think Eddie Maple rode him. And Gordon Jones picked that horse in the paper. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy, uh, I, I mean, he battled. Anyway, enough of the memory lane stuff. We got ten races in front of us. Who do you like? All right, let's uh, go to the third race today, which is a uh, six-and-a-half furlong sprint on the grass. I've been sort of waiting for this number two horse, San Ignacio, to uh, – for them to try sprinting, he's kind of kind of looks like a sprinter to me. Um, he's had a couple really nice drills with uh, with the blinkers on recently. Um, I'm willing to take a shot. It's eight to one in here. It's uh, kind of it runs in spots sometimes, but I do think the six and a half will hit him right between the eyes. So um, he's eight to one, and we go to Edmund Maldonado and blinkers on for the Hess Barn. Um, so Saint Ignacio in the third race, the number two horse. Well, I mean, you would think with the blinkers on and getting back with a, a speed jock who's who's won with him, they're going to try and be up close. But, I mean, Maldonado won going a mile on him a few races back from off the pace. So uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. Yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll be closer but not on the lead, is my guess. With uh, and, and, you know, the inside trip, uh, if you, you know, follow the rail horse who's going to go to the lead and sit, sit inside, it's always a good trip on the grass. So, um, you know, I'm willing to take a shot in here. And I, like I said, I have always sort of thought this horse is built a little more sprinty than rowdy. But, mm -hmm. uh, and he's been a, the horse has been a useful router, but um, maybe it could step up in here at six and a half. So um, it's, a, it's a really uh, interesting distance at six and a half. It plays a lot different than the shorter, shorter sprint. So, uh, so I'll take a shot in here. Just want to emphasize that six and a half on the flat, out of the chute, not right. down the hill. And uh, it's number two, San Ignacio, according to Andy Harrington, in race three with the blinkers on today. Andy, tell us about nationalturf.com and uh, what you offer folks. Uh, I've got a workout report with the grades, good, bad, and in between. Um, hopefully try to, you know, 
get you get some information that's a little off the page and not in the racing form. So, uh, you know, give it a shot. It'll, it'll give you a little different picture uh, uh, of the races rather than just the, uh, the PPs that uh, we all look at. Andy, always a pleasure, man, and uh, looking forward to checking in with you this week, especially maybe after entry time as we head into Saturday, uh, Big Cap Day at Santa Anita. Thank you so much. Fantastic, Mike. Thank you. All right, we're going to step aside and come back strong. Bruce Finkelstein uh, on behalf of Bet on Bruce from Las Vegas, Bob Mazursky, and, of course, Toby Callow, Jonathan Hardoon, take two in the final segment. Right here on AM830, this is Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Angels Radio, and on the Angels Radio app. Stay with us. Angels Radio. AM830. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Chemo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKemo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back, folks. Hour 2, Thurber, Los Angeles. And a quick word about Western Rooter, great supporters of the show. Folks, uh, if you've got any plumbing needs, and I mean 24-7, I'm telling you from personal experience, both as a uh, residential property owner and a commercial property owner, uh, they get it done on time and under budget. Uh, and they, 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 get, they get there quick, and uh, they assess the situation and you will not regret engaging with Western Rooter. They're based in Arcadia. You can go to westernrooter.com. Family-owned for more than 40 years. Owned by Mike Glenn and John and Larry Batala. Western Rooter, great supporters of Thoroughbred Los Angeles and of horse racing. If you've got any plumbing needs, again, 24-7, commercial, residential, uh, please give them a call. All right, let's uh, get up to Las Vegas, Nevada right now. Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein. On behalf of BetOnBruce.com, hey Bruce, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Mike. How's it going? Good. Uh, a quick question for you: Have you been playing this this coast to coast pick five with the five races for, at Goldstream and Santa Anita? You know, I haven't been playing it, but I watch it all the time. I play races at both tracks. I haven't played it yet, but the payoffs have been amazing. It's a good and, bet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to dive in because I do both tracks. I don't know why I haven't partaken yet, but uh, I will. Uh, and I, you know, the the payoffs are amazing in those. In those sequences, you know, you don't have to have a bunch of long shots. One or two upsets lights up the board for yeah. you in those sequences, you know. And, and as I've mentioned, the uh, leg A today, the first race in this uh, Coast to Coast 5, is the ninth from Gulf, and it goes at 4.06 Eastern. 
Santa Anita race three, Gulfstream race ten, Santa Anita race five, and it ends up today with Santa Anita race seven. Anyway, I know you like to go to Golden Gate to start things off. Eight of them today up there at the gate. Let's go to the fourth race, Mike. This is a neat race. It's a non-winner's twice allowance at a mile, a field of six in here. I think you're going to see a pretty lively tempo first off. Let's talk about it. The two horses very quick. Caller Contessa, the horse on the rail at times has speed, Naughty Nadine, and work to lift. So I think this race is going to be one from off the pace. And I'll tell you a horse that won last time out, but you got to give extra points to, and that is the three-horse Miami Lady, who's gotten very good. She's won two in a row. She won her last race by a nose. I was lucky enough to cash this ticket, but I had the horse that ran second, and I bring it up. Councilwoman Jilly is the horse. It was ridden by an excellent rider called Alexander Chavez. And I'll tell you what, Mike, uh, Chavez really race rode uh, Evan Roman here. Um, he kept ducking in and ducking out and, and getting in, in the way of Miami, Miami Lady. He was full of run. Uh, in the stretch, uh, Councilwoman Jilly came over on her, and it looked like it was all over, uh, and, and the... Um, Miami Lady had to switch course very late into the race. Somehow she got in the clear, and with less than 100 yards to go, she blasted on by. She won by a nose, but she was miles the best. She'll get a better pace to run at today. She's been running in races, Mike, where they go 49 and change. They should go considerably faster here today. I think she's got the best late close. She's on the upswing. Maybe doesn't have the figure edge, but off the videos, she's the bet. Race four. Let's go with the three Miami lady. Look who shows up, uh, the, the aforementioned Chavez, uh, and we have uh, five to one on the morning line. Miami lady. Interesting spelling there. Uh, post time for race four at Golden Gate today, 315 Pacific. Ten of them today at Santa Anita. And, Bruce, uh, i got to believe you like the look of the wishing well, don't you? Yeah, it's a great I remember wishing well, obviously, the... Uh, the dam of the great Sunday silence. It was a really good, I think, which well was a uh, Gary Jones horse, right? Owned by Mike Lima, I think. But I think they claimed her. Uh, you know, I don't think Gary was the original trainer, but he did a lot of good with her. Multiple stakes winner. Yeah, it was a good race. Uh, large field horses coming from all different areas. we got some layoff horses. Uh, really neat race, for sure. Who are you, uh, you going to go to for your best bet down let's here? Let's go to the tenth race, and I like Craig Lewis. Not only is he a great guy, but I like his horse here today on the sixth traveling show. This horse uh, made the lead in its third career start sprinting, and was a very stubborn loser in this race. Got beat a neck, did everything right, but win the race. She switched leads, or he switched leads. The big favorite that day. I know you love this name, Ooh, Baba Kakayo caught this one. They ran as a team um, and, and was beaten in the neck in a very nice try. Now stretching out to a mile, this horse should get a soft trip on or near the lead. Let's go with the six traveling show. One thing odd about that race, Mike, look at the internal fractions. 24-1, There was another race run on the flat that day at six and a half furlongs, and there's a horse running called Player B in the third race. Very slow fractions in that race. I just wonder about the clocking that day on a six-and-a-half furlong yeah. uh, flat. Two really slow quarters. That's hard to believe, play. isn't it? Yeah. And, it, when you yeah. Eye, and when you eyeball it, Mike, it doesn't look that slow. No. I mean, they, they, went fast, they went fast up front, but still, <clears throat> I'm not buying those internal fractions. Mm -hmm. I think the six could 
could prove very uh, dangerous here. So in the 10th race, the 6th, Traveling Joe, 3-1 to one on the morning line. And, and this is yet another example of a rider switch. And it's, you know, we got a bunch of them today, and it's the two top guys, Juan Hernandez, Flavion Pratt, they're not available to ride. Pratt's in transit, Juan's serving a one-day suspension. So, man, it's really opening up for the likes of Kimura and Fresu. And uh, Kazushi Kimura ends up here, obviously, on a very live ticket, who he rode two starts back. Number six horse, number six traveling show uh, in today's 10th and final for Bruce Finkelstein. Post time, 5 o'clock Pacific. Bruce, uh, what's going on these days at betonbruce.com? Full card analysis at Santa Anita, all 10 races, the last six races from Gulfstream Park. And we also have uh, the, la- the pick three plus one today. We had the Miami Lady Race, but we have a- also a pick three at Golden Gate. So if you're into the Golden Hour, mm-hmm. that's... Uh, we're also available. Mike, real quick, on the you were asking Andy about uh, favorite big caps. I, I was just going to ask you. <laughs> I got two of them for you. Yep. I, I think a lot of people would agree with me. 1982, when it came to drama and, and, and just the way, I think there were 72,000 there that day. John Donald Henry and Shoemaker, Lafitte, yep. That was one of the longest inquiries, one of the toughest ones, one of the closest finishes. What drama that race was. That was about as good as it gets at the racetrack. And then fast forward. How about, it was only a four-horse field. How about 1988 with uh, Judge Ange, uh, It was a four-horse field, but it was Ali Sheba prevailing over Ferdinand in a nice stretch battle. Only four horses in the race, but uh, McCarran beating Shoemaker in a, in a pretty competitive race that day. Those are two favorites with huge crowds. I think both days, Mike, uh, over uh, 70,000 both days. I was actually working in the infield as a mutual clerk for the 82 Big Cap, and I'll never forget, like you say, that inquiry seemed like it was going on forever. But when they put John up, they disqualified uh, Lafitte and Charlie Whittingham. The name of the horse, Bruce? Perot. Perot. They took that horse down, and it it was just bedlam, you know. It was. Because John Henry was such a fan's favorite. Now, whether or not they made the right call, that's going to be open for debate, I think, forever. I know the bald eagle wasn't too high on it. They never touched. You know, it's just Perot carried John Henry and Shoemaker out a whole bunch, but they never actually touched, and that uh, they made that call. That was uh, That's and one, if you were there, you're never going to forget it. It was hard to, t- to determine who won the race when you watched it live. Yeah. Also, it was that close. It was just a great, great race that day. And, by the way, uh, getting back to um, uh, you're talking about Whittingham, with the martial law uh, race, uh, talking to, to Julio Canani, I remember the horse that Whittingham had. He had a horse in that race, I think it was for Mactoum, called Nasser El Arab. That's it. It was a very heavily fancied horse. Didn't run a step, yeah. I believe, in that race. And martial law got the money. At some, was martial law 50 to 1? I think, race? yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and that race, a month later, was still very much in, in Charlie's craw. I can tell you that. <laughs> Martial law was very good for about a month or two. Yeah, hey, you know, you make it count. But uh, uh, the other thing about that 82 big cap, you know, John Henry had won it in 81, but there was some question about is he as good on the dirt as the turf? Well, he proved he was. But he won that day in 81 with Lafitte. And then things got turned around, so Lafitte's riding for Charlie and Shoemaker uh, was the regular guy at that time on John. It was just drama squared. It really was. Boy, if if if, uh, if a if a horse ever got a trainer a few times, it was uh, John Henry getting oh. uh, Charlie Whittingham. That was a, sure was 
that was stuck in his craw through the years. It, it sure did. Hey, always a pleasure, uh, Bruce. All the best, and uh, we'll, we'll try and get lucky uh, down here. And you went to the tenth and final Denver. number six traveling show, correct? You got it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Take care. Okay, uh, next up going to be Bob Mazursky, but we gotta we got to dial the number first. A little bit tough to stage people this morning. Uh, and a reminder, we uh, we enter on Wednesday for next Saturday's 87th running of the San Anita Handicap. We've got the San Felipe at Big Derby Prep, the Grade 1 Kilroy Mile, Buena Vista on turf for Phillies and Mares. Going to be a great day, along with an autograph session before the race is out in the East Paddock Gardens. Corey Nakatani, Doug O'Neill, they're going to be signing posters of Lava Man, uh, winner of the 2006 Santa Anita Handicap and a couple others. <laughs> I, I know 2006 because I ran against him, but Lava Man, one of Thoroughbred Racing's all-time leading earners. Great memories. Again, Corey Nakatani, Doug O'Neill in the paddock, I think starting at 11 a.m. next Saturday, so come early. All right, let's uh, get to the phone. Say hello to Bob Mazursky. Hey, Bob, how are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Doing good. I know you're looking forward to uh, next Saturday. A lot of big races and kind of gets the handicap and juices flowing. No, absolutely. It's uh, it's been a big race for a long, long time. A lot of great memories of it. You know, bikers, uh, Bates Motel, affirmed. Those are yeah. Bates Motel, Terry Lipham, eighty-three with Gosden and Vigers was Daryl McCarg. Uh, was that seventy-eight? Larry Sterling. I believe so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, the White Tornado, as Dave Johnson yes, called him. He was a horse that got very good when they put him on the dirt. He was kind of a hanger on the grass. They put yeah. him on the dirt by accident because of the rain being washed off. And he, wow. became, you know, he became something for a short period of time. He, he was that. unbeatable for that short period of time. You know, Absolutely. Bob, uh, let's go ahead. Your all-time favorite Santa Anita handicap. Well, I would have to say it would be the Vigers one, closely followed by a firm, because a firm, I'm not saying he's the best horse I ever saw, but he was my favorite, so I liked his big cap as well. In 79? Yes. Yeah. And a firm was a horse who never won by a big margin, but he won. No, he seemed to know exactly what he was doing. He did just enough to win all the time, and if yep. he was going to be in a photo, he was going to win it. Yeah. Lazaro Barrera, and uh, you know, owned by Harborview Farm, Lafitte prior to that, Stevie Cawthon. And uh, they won the Triple Crown in 78. Uh, memory Lane, wow, what a place to be. Let's get to the present, though, and uh, see if we can boost the bank account. Who do you like for radio today? I'm going to go to the first race today. I like the Northern California shipper, number five, Hanos Man. I think he's at his best on the grass. Trainer Reed France won a, with a, the only horse he started at the meet earlier, the Dazzle for the Command, the long shot. I think this horse fits nicely in this condition. So number five, Hanos Man in race one. Hanos Man with uh, Giovanni Franco, Reed France. And, Bob, I don't know about you, but I was watching the finish of that, that $20 million race yesterday. I kind of felt bad for Giovanni Franco. You know, he'd been riding uh, Senor Buscador out here. They won the San Diego Handicap, and uh, it's just racing. You know, they went to New York. They, they opted to make a change with Junior Alvarado. Can't argue with the results, but that said, uh, boy, that jock, uh, that would have meant the world to him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But that's, like you said, the nature of the game. It happens sometimes, you know. Jocks make decisions and trainers yeah. make decisions, and sometimes people get hurt by them. That's just the nature of the business, unfortunately. It's a business. All right, Bob, looking forward to catching you on air here with uh, Bob Ike and John Lindo next Saturday, 9 to 10. Thanks so much. Good luck today. Thank you. You too, Mike. Bye-bye. I will right, we'll step aside one final time. I'm going to go to the medicine cabinet. We're going to come back strong with Toby Callip, take two with Jonathan Hardoon. 
This is the Rumor in L.A. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Fans, join us for great racing and good times this Sunday. And don't miss one of the biggest days of any racing year as we'll have the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap next Saturday, March 2nd. Along with the Big Cap, we'll have one of America's most important derby preps, the $300,000 San Felipe, along with the Grade 1 Kilro Mile on Turf and the Grade 2 Buena Vista for Phillies and Mares. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day next Saturday, March 2nd. Visit our website, SantaAnita.com, and get your tickets now. Join us this Sunday as we pay tribute to the dam of the legendary Charlie Whittingham train Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. And we hope to see you on track Friday as we offer free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 1230 Santa Anita. It's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different, as up-and-coming sophomores will race for a purse of $115,000 in the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. SM Jess Corona surprised everyone when he posted the fastest qualifying time while winning at 30 to 1 odds. Meanwhile, Amore, for a reason, lived up to her favorite status as she won her trial and posted the second fastest time. This will be a wide open event going at 350 yards on Sunday night. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. 
Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thurbid, Los Angeles. Some trying conditions this morning here at the Big A, but I want to thank our board op, Elise Diaz, and the man, Howard Drescher, for uh, guiding us through this one. Folks, don't forget a programming note from uh, Arizona, I believe Tempe, 12.05 this afternoon. Uh, Terry Smith will be along with all the play-by-play action. Angels versus the Royals, and the Halos in their second uh, spring training game here in 2024. So much to look forward to, so many questions to be answered, and uh, I think we're going to see a lot shake out here in the next two, three weeks uh, over there in Tempe, Arizona. Let's get to the phones and get to South Florida, where they're also playing the game, uh, and say hello to Toby Callett, uh just north of Gulfstream Park. Toby, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? We're good. I see you got 10 today at Gulfstream. What's the weather like? Weather's beautiful. Chamber of Commerce is around 80 degrees, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Uh, no reason uh, not to make some money this afternoon. Well, I like the sound of that. I can tell you that, Toby. That, 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 that's okay. music to everybody's ears. Ten of them. Where, where do you want to go for radio? I'm going to take you to the ninth today, and this is the uh, $35,000 non-winner two lights. They're going a mile and a sixteenth on the grass, and I like the six. His name is Berlone. Uh, Berlone has never raced on turf before, but he has enough pedigree to suggest that he's going to like it. The blinkers come off, uh, which seem to have been a failed experiment. He looks to me like the lone speed. I think he's long gone and come catching to collect. Behind him, I'm looking at the two, Mr. Barrio, the three, just for luck, and the four, forwardly. Six, two, three, four, slam the door on today's ninth at Gulf Green Park. Well stated, Toby, in uh, post time, 4.06 Eastern. And tell us what's up at Toby Callet these days, tobycallet.com. Well, we've got an old golf stream all the time. And as you know, every once in a while, we'll we'll bop along out your way. Of course, uh, with the spring classics coming, uh, we'll have full card uh, Oaks and Derby Day. But uh, everything is all golf stream all the time. And uh, we keep meandering along. i got to ask you a baseball question. Uh, you grew up a Pirates fan. 
grew up in the area. Andrew McCutcheon, the veteran, has come back to the Bucks, and I think that's a, a really good feel-good story. And he can still play, most importantly. But, you know, obviously the Pirates and so many other teams now, they're relegated to the small market tag. But growing up, I, I don't remember anybody ever talking about small market. It was the Yankees dominated. They had all the money, and the Kansas City A's were basically a farm team. But like in Pittsburgh, you always felt you were live, didn't you? Oh, well, at least in my lifetime, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been, been a while now that they, they haven't been alive. Good news is is three of their younger players, uh, they've extended a decent contract. Um, uh, Brian Reynolds um, to Brian Hayes and uh, the, the pitcher, Mitch Keller. Uh, they just extended him. So now they're actually spending some money. They've got a nice core, and uh, I'm going to hope that uh, before they uh, throw the dirt on me that uh, – Maybe we'll see him in a meaningful playoff game uh, before it's over. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, listen, Toby, always a pleasure, man. All the best. Try and get lucky today at Goldstream Park number 6, Berlone. And uh, Toby says this is a pace play, 20-1 to 1 on the morning line down there. Okay, perfect. All the best, Thanks Toby. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Toby Callick kind of sounded like maybe he was on the road. We'll go ahead and dial up uh, Jonathan Hardoon right now. For take two, and we got him uh, with the rags and sheets. Hey, John, good morning. Come on out here to Santa Anita. All right, Mike, we will. By the way, Stronghold did run a 10 in the Sunland Derby. Uh, that was actually a faster number than Sierra Leone ran. So, actually, uh, that horse is doing fine, and uh, he's headed in the right direction, so you never know. Never know, but I, 20, you could you could make the gate with that, but like Phil said, they need to hit a hit the board in one of these other qualifying races to to make sure they're going to be there for the big dance. Yeah, I mean, you know, and if Stafford keeps running horses and races where there are points, he'll he'll help them out because you can't get points if Stafford runs and wins. So it, call, have it down to a science. Call Baffert a wrecking ball, right? <laughs> <laughs> he causes chaos, and he's not even in the race, and he's causing chaos. Yeah. All right, John, uh, where, where do you want to do here at Santa Anita? Let's look at the seventh race. And, by the way, this is the last leg of that coast-to-coast uh, -coast And Like you were saying, Mike, it's a terrific bet, low takeout percent, and the dollar bet really builds up the pool. Anyway, the seventh, leg, the seventh race is the anchor leg, and I love the number four horse in here, Geezer. This is a four-year-old gelding from the Hector Palmer barn. This horse has improved with each and every start. Tried six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course last time out. Cuts back to six furlongs on the flat. I like Antonio Fasu first time aboard. Six to one on the morning line. Number four, Geezer wins today's seventh race out of Santa Anita. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. What's there, John? <clears throat> Three best plays, $10. Full card, $25. Today we have Aqueduct. Oakland, Gulfstream, and San Anita Selections. John, as you know, the, the 87th running of the Big Cap this coming Saturday, I don't know if the San Anita Handicap was a big deal to a kid growing up uh, in New York <laughs> like yourself, but you came out here for a good long time. Do you have a favorite memory of the race? I do. I remember when a friend won, actually, Mike, and that was a, a terrific race, and uh, he was a terrific horse like everyone mentioned. That That's one that I remember. I bet on a horse named, uh, I think his name was Paint Your Wagon, or Painted Wagon, in that race. He took him to the quarter pole, and that was it. 
But the yeah, is, you don't get paid at the quarter. Yeah, he he was a he was a big price, and would he would have been a huge surprise. But just taking a shot, I mean, affirmed was way short numbers. So anyway, today uh, John says race seven, make it number four, geezer. Six to one on John White's morning line, and hey, John, I'm looking forward to getting your big cap thoughts, San Felipe, maybe a couple of others uh, on air with uh, Bob Ike, John Lindo, uh, next Saturday. I know, I know you don't want to give away the farm, but looking forward to hearing what you have to say about what should be a tremendous card. Yeah, and a tremendous day of racing because Gulfstream, I think, has nine stakes uh, that day, and they have the Gotham in New York. So uh, next Saturday, coast to coast, terrific race. No question about it. John, all the best, man. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Folks, thanks you. Thanks to you for listening, and thanks to all of our sponsors for making this happen. Again, a good 10-race card today, and uh, I think the best betting race on the card is our main event, the Wishing Well. The ninth of 10, a field of 11 fillies and mares coming six and a half furlongs down that one-of-a-kind hillside turf course at the Great Race Place. We enter for Saturday on Wednesday. Look forward to talking to you a week from today, next Sunday. For everybody involved, I'm Mike Wilman. So long. Seating was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than two hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Check out the all new Mighty Oath games this season. Enjoy tickets starting at $15, limited edition merchandise, team store savings of up to 30.